There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Thanks for listening to The Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for The Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Or stream us live on the Peacock app. It's hour two on this Monday. Best and worst of the weekend. What you saw that you liked, you didn't like. NFL preseason is done, but still some developing situations there. Colts are going with a rookie. Texans going with a rookie. Panthers going with a rookie. And Dallas Cowboys pick up another quarterback. Exactly what they needed. Trey Lance. At the ripe old age of 23, Can you be a bust at 23? And I would say no, not yet. Because if he gets an opportunity, although I don't think that's the best situation for him, because he's the fourth best quarterback on that roster right now, but they did trade him to the Dallas Cowboys for a fourth-round pick. I think it's good for the Niners to move on from that situation. And now you have Sam Darnold as the backup quarterback to Brock Purdy. You might wonder what Dak Prescott thought about getting a new quarterback. Here is uh, his reaction. I can't say that I necessarily expected it, no. I understand that that's business. I understand that they're probably on a timeline. They need to get something done. And as I said, he felt like that strengthened his team. To be honest with you, I'm not surprised by anything anymore. Uh, You've been in this league eight years, been on this team. It's hard to say that I was surprised, to be honest with you. (laughs) I think Jerry Jones surprised everybody. Didn't tell his coach, didn't tell his quarterback, and went out and got Trey Lance. Trey Lance has had, uh, what, five starts in his career? Uh, yeah, yeah, four uh, starts. Four starts, five touchdowns, what, three interceptions? Yeah, yeah, about okay. a 55% passer, ran a little bit, just no, not enough sample. Yeah, that's why at 23 it feels like, you know, you're washed up, but he's not. But here's the, here's the problem I have with all of this. If you can't be a good quarterback in Kyle Shanahan's system, then I have my doubts about you being successful elsewhere. He's going to make Sam Darnold better as the backup quarterback. Brock Purdy, Mr. Irrelevant. 
has now become a legitimate quarterback in the NFL. And if Trey Lance couldn't translate into some kind of success and vice versa in that system, I would have some doubts. So now he goes and he has to learn Dallas's offense. This late, preseason's done, no run in the preseason, and if he does see any playing time, it's going to be during the regular season. It just feels like Dallas doesn't need another story because Dak is already a story. He's going to be a story. And then the next quarterback who comes in will be a story because that's what goes along with being a Dallas Cowboy fan. Will Greer watched him play against the Raiders. He looks good. He's better than Trey Lance. Cooper Rush is better than Trey Lance. I don't know why you needed Trey Lance because let's say he doesn't play. And I saw a couple of people said, well, maybe this is leverage. That, uh, you know, if Dak Prescott doesn't want to renegotiate or he doesn't play well and they get out, there, there is a cap hit hell with the Dallas Cowboys with Dak Prescott's deal. Jerry did a terrible job with that. But uh, now you bring in Trey Lance. If you can't play with Kyle Shanahan's system, then uh, I'd have some serious doubts going in. To deal with the pressure of being a Cowboy quarterback, if you couldn't deal with it in San Francisco... But hopefully he gets an opportunity. But it won't happen until probably next preseason. Yeah, Marv. I think Mike McCarthy should have a problem with four quarterbacks more so than Trey Lance. So now there's four quarterbacks on the roster? Well, you can have three. I don't know if you can have a, a player on the practice squad. Ross Tucker, our good buddy, will join us coming up. We'll, we'll talk about this situation there. C.J. Stroud's going to be the starter. Anthony Richardson is the starter. Bryce Young is the starter as well. But for the most part, uh, you know, with 10 days to go, trying to get these kids ready, and they are kids getting ready, and it'll be a learning curve there. Uh, and I, th- I think we think you come out of college, you're ready to go. Well, I think you're, you're far more readily available to be successful now than you were 10 years ago. You know, these guys come out, but, you know, some of these guys, when they come out, Joe Burrow was, what, 23 when he was coming out? Sam Hartman, Notre Dame quarterback's 24. But coming out, being uh, Trey Lance was, what, 20? Didn't play. I, 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 he has a ton of talent, but sometimes talent is not enough. You have to understand the game. And, I, I mean, here's a guy who's been in the NFL a couple of years. He's younger than Notre Dame's starting quarterback. <laughs> Trey Lance is 23. Sam Hartman is 24. Sam Hartman, four touchdown passes against Navy. He will join us coming up. Uh, got ahead of myself. It's uh, a Monday, best and worst of the weekend. Phone calls uh, always welcome on this program. By the way, Big Ten football coming to NBC and Peacock. West Virginia, Penn State, the uh, premiere of the Big Ten Saturday night. Here we come. Saturday awesome. night. Let's go. West Virginia, Penn State. Aussie. I've got over-unders, by the way, according to DraftKings. Uh, let me see. I'll throw this out. Uh, Florida Gators over under. Five and a half. Wake Forest, Sam Hartman's former school, over under. Six and a half. How about Nebraska football? Over under Nebraska football. Are they back? New coach. Todd, over under Nebraska. Four and a half. All right. Seton O'Connor. I'm going to go six and a half. Marvin. Seven and a half. Paulie? Five and a half. Six. Ooh. I 
Wow, that's a trick question. <laughs> a trick question. <laughs> yeah, when you don't have the half a point, yeah, that's a trick half, question. It's a trick question. I, the halves. Yeah. Okay. Michigan State over under, Todd. Seven and a half. Seton. Uh, eight and a half. Marvin. <laughs> Nine. Paulie. Seven. Five and a half. Ah, Ooh, five and a half. That's yucky. How about SMU? Everybody loves SMU. We do? Yeah, every, oh, okay. everybody wants SMU. Over under SMU this year. Todd? Five and a half. Paulie? Three months till they join the ACC. Uh, I'll, go, I'll go seven and a half. All right. Seton? Three and a half. Marvin? Six and a half. Eight. Oh, eight. Eight. Oh. eight for... That's not happening. <laughs> Holy Eric Dickerson, man. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, stat of the day brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. Those are uh, some of the headlines. Victor Hoblin looked very impressive winning the uh, FedEx Cup. We uh, had a poll question in the first hour. Would you rather win the FedEx Cup or a major? And I know there's a lot of money attached to the FedEx Cup. If you said I could win the uh, British Open or the Masters, I'll take that in a second. What's the poll question for hour two? Although we do have some uh, airplane poll question uh, poll questions. Todd? Yeah, it's experiences slash etiquette. These situations we could all relate to. Just, you know, things we may have experienced directly or indirectly in the course of either this trip or in previous trips at the airport or at the gate. That's my little setup. So this is Todd complaining about things that have happened to him. Okay. Go ahead, Todd. How do you spend the majority of your time on a long flight? Sleeping, snacking, watching movies, checking out attractive flight attendants, eavesdropping on other passengers' conversations. Okay. That was one thought. All right. You got other ones? I do. <laughs> got about seven of these. Okay. If you'll humor me. Sure. Do you try? No, I hope you'll humor me. Do you try boarding the plane before your group number is called, pretending you thought yours was called? <laughs> you were kind of oblivious. You weren't paying okay, attention. Okay. What do you do? Oh, I, I could tell you what Todd does because I witnessed it firsthand. Yeah, okay. I cut the line badly. Uh, Todd cut the line just cat like unbelievable i've never seen the audacity of someone there was a reason for that but i did i just jumped the line i saw mario in the front there and mario turned to me and said hey todd and i don't know if he meant like that was his way of trying to get me to go with him and cut the line and i just ran up there because i wasn't feeling great and i just wanted to sit down Mm. and i said i'm with him like as if we're married or something i'm with him it's just so people wouldn't get all upset and i ran (laughs) right up to the front there yeah, Paul. I've traveled with Todd for years, and he's always jumped to – he wants to get to his seat as fast as possible on these flights, which I don't understand because with his issues, you'd think he'd want to stay in the terminal to have that mm. at his disposal. Yes, he – Todd is very much the guy who, if he's boarding in Group 7 and they're on Group 2, mm-hmm. he's still standing at the very front of the line making everyone from Groups 2 through 6 walk around him. I have concern about the overhead bin being full. I've been in situations where people put their bags, you know, wherever they want, not necessarily lined up with their row, and then all of a sudden you got on the plane and everything in your row is all taken for some reason. But, but you don't follow the rules. I do not, Okay, really. I should, but I'm not great with that. All right, but you're complaining and they were making an announcement about, like, if you have a backpack or a small bag that should go under your seat to make room for other passengers. And I put mine right up there with my other bag, and that's kind of selfish, I guess. All right. Is there anything else that you'd like to get off your chest? Okay. We've got here uh, when So, the wait ca- a minute. While complaining about sometimes there's no room up there, you put two bags up where yeah. you're so only I, supposed to put one. You're, you're a- literally the reason that other people don't get to use it. I felt it was a small enough bag which it wasn't going to take up that much room, and I didn't want to have my feet stepping on my backpack the whole time while and I was feeling other people green. had to step on their backpacks yeah. because We've all been there. you What else do you have, Todd? When the gate announces it's a full <laughs> flight and requests you check your bags, your attitude is... 
Sure, if it helps make room for others in the overhead bins. We know your answer on this. Yeah, we know your answer on this. Yeah, right. That's not happening. What else do you have? When someone asks if you can please let them through so they can make these, their connection. These are all negative things that this is what this says about you. Like It's you, just situations. You're that I'm curious. guy. I'm curious what everyone thinks. You're that guy. All when, of these are you. When someone asks you if you could please let them through so they can make their connection, you'd likely say, of course, I've been there, my friend. Hope you get there on time. I have a connection, too, even if you don't or have a long layover. That's what you say. Sorry, we're all trying to get off the plane. Good luck, bud. Okay. What else do you have? Do you thank the pilot slash crew <laughs> as you get off the plane? Yes, it's the courteous thing to do. No, that's just silly and unnecessary. Uh, people I, like, thank you. Thanks for not crashing us. No, thank I thank them. Why not? Okay. you got to do a thank you. It doesn't cost anything. Being nice doesn't cost anything. Totally. Though. I agree. I usually do say, uh, unless I'm in a, oh, some kind of mood. okay. I don't just walk up. I say, I smile and I say thank you. All right. What's, what else do you have? These are all the things that pertain to you. Some people clap when the plane lands, which is that's part of their job. <laughs> I know? don't like that. Well, no, if you've had a bad flight and the, and the pilot did a good job. It's like clapping at the end of a movie. There's a beam of light behind you on a screen. I wonder who you're clapping for. They can't hear you, the people in the movie. What else do you have, Ty? If I'm in the restroom and there's an announcement to return to my seat because of turbulence or whatever reason, they're serving food, I ignore it and take my time finishing up. I rush through my business and get back to my seat, ASAP. What do you do? I take my I time. I think it's A-S-S-A-P. I have to finish and do what I have to do, and I'll get back to my seat when I get back to my seat. I'll risk the dangers of staying in the in the little room there. And the last one was, are you offended when the flight attendant explains to you how to put on a seatbelt? No, it's just part of their safety routines and protocol. Damn right I am. I'm not an idiot. And when do I get my pretzels and ginger ale already? Putting a thing in the buckle. They're doing the whole thing still. They're making sure you know how to put your seatbelt on. No, this... I don't know why that bothers me. I'm like, really? This this didn't do you well. This didn't make you stand out as a good traveler. Okay. Like, you're the guy. Don't you think for a second it's like they're really still explaining people how to put their seatbelt on? They have to do that. They're required to do that. I can see pointing to the exit rows or if they're in case of this and put your mask on and some people haven't flown before. But if, you're, if you don't know how to figure out the seatbelt, even if it's your first time on a plane, that's yes, weird. Yes, Seaton, what do you have? I, was, I had a, a little bit of an etiquette issue. Um, on my flight, and this is one of those things that has become commonly accepted, and I think it's wrong. Okay. Um, and I very much push back against it. All right. Uh, you present, we vote. I put my seat back on the plane probably like two to three inches back. I didn't put it all the way back. I put it just back enough to change how I've been sitting because you know how like every – like two inches or so, it's just mm-hmm. like, wow, it's like a totally different seat now, right? Mm-hmm. So I did that, and the uh, young lady behind me then began pushing on the chair, like a very aggressively pushing on it, like, hey, move it back up. And so I let her do that for about five minutes and did absolutely nothing, and then she stopped. And then she started doing it again about an hour later, and I put my seat back up and then moved it back even further. Oh, <laughs> good for you. <laughs> Oh. It's created to move it back. They wouldn't make the fl- the seats that way if you weren't allowed to move it back exactly. as far as you want. Exactly. That's blame the airlines if that's a problem for the seat behind you. Yes. The seats weren't supposed to go back. They wouldn't make them go back. Yes, Paul. Seaton, quick question of uh, clarification. When you put your seat back and she was pushing it forward, it was on purpose, not incidental pushing. Oh, it was, it, there was absolutely no way it was incidental. That's an easy answer here. Okay. Yes. Seaton did the right thing. But is the – but. Did I do the right thing or did I do the wrong thing by there's it's very commonly accepted right now that you're not supposed to put your seat back on an airplane at all. 
yes. on, a, on a seven hour transatlantic flight? I, I believe, right. You know what? Maybe that'll be our poll question is, is it okay to put your seat back on a plane? Because there are, there's absolutely a large segment of the population that believe you're not supposed to put your seat back at all. I do feel guilty when I bring my seat back. I, like I inch it back just a little bit, and then I sort of gauge the waters there if there's an issue. But like going all the way, I, there have been people in front of me that as soon as they get on, zoop, <laughs> they're all the way back. Well, I had that one dude who slammed his back so hard that it made my uh, Bloody Mary and, oh, that's right. and iPad go flying all over me and the guy next to me. And I had to sit smelling like tomato juice and vodka for the next three hours. Me and that guy. That was terrible. I, uh, I sat next to a guy who should have probably showered before he got on. Oh, no. Yeah. And uh, I was actually trying to get cologne out of my bag oh. to see if I could spray it a little bit. Um, that's tough because then, uh, I mean, he slept most of the way, but it was uh, it was a little touch and go there for a while. And I pulled my sweatshirt up over my nose. Oh. Yeah. Yes, Todd. It's also tricky. Marvin can speak to this better since I was in the uh, aisle and he was in the window and there was a poor guy in the middle. If you're sitting in the window seat and you're trying to give your tray back when they're cleaning it up, back to the flight attendant, there's a lot of room there and reaching and things can kind of fall off the tray a little bit. So there's a guy that's sitting in the middle of us that got a little Marvin water shower. It was just water. But uh, it's really hard to navigate your way all the way across two seats to give your tray over there. Thank you. Felt very bad. Thank you, Tom. This did not present you in a good light, like all of these things. No, rude, selfish. You're terrible. You're terribly selfish, insensitive, crumb passenger. What a terrible lad I was on this flight. But after hearing this, Todd, will you continue to do the same exact thing? Likely. (laughs) Yes, Marv. That. So I spilled it. The kids made about sixteen or seventeen, and you know I spilled uh, the water on. on Yeah, trying to uh, (laughs) give the water back to. The flight attendant, yeah, and he was like, "Oh no, no, no!" He was he was a young bro too. He's like, "Nah, bro, it's all good." He's like, "It's water, right?" <laughs> I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> I was like, "Yeah." I was like, "Fritzy would have had a panic attack if I had spilled water." No, spills water. In- Is this cranberry juice? It'll never come out of my sweatpants. All right, we'll take a break. Sweatpants. And he asked for a towel, Marvin, to help the guy out, and they gave him like one of those little teeny napkins to wipe the crumbs of salt off your FDA pretzels. What does that little square of napkin do? Did you do anything to help? I kind of just watched the whole thing. Of course I, mean, you I, did. I took it in as an experience. I'm like, this guy just got soaked by uh, Marvin's water. This is great. Look at this. God, you're a terrible, terrible uh, passenger. Little teeny napkin they gave him. Here you go, sir. All right, let me take a break. Our good buddy Ross Tucker will join us. Uh, how would he grade the uh, Texan or the uh, Cowboys and the Niners trade? And uh, does he agree that these rookies should be starting? And we'll talk to our good buddy. Right after this on the Dan Patrick Show. With the NFL season right around the corner, nonstop football action is in sight. You can get in on all the action. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL right now. New customers can bet just $5 and score $200 in bonus bets instantly. Nobody's missing out on all the action because DraftKings, all DraftKings customers can take advantage of two new offers every game day this September. Life's more fun when you're in the action. And download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now before kickoff. Use the code PATRICK. Get $200 in bonus bets instantly when you bet just $5 on any NFL bet. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook. Promo code PATRICK. 
The crown is yours. Fritzy? 21 and over in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. Bonus issued as free bets. One early win token issued at opt-in. Moneyline bets only. Deposit and wagering restrictions apply. Eligibility in terms of DraftKings.com slash football terms. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments, where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces, like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. We know that quality sleep is essential, and that's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. So you can choose what's right for you and your partner whenever you want. Two beds in one, firmer or softer on each side, you decide. And it helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature as well, quiets their snoring, so you stay sleeping comfortably all night long. Sleep Number does everything. My Sleep Number setting is 75. Sleep Number smart beds learn how you sleep. They provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. You will never need another bed. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Congratulations to El Segundo, California. Won the Little League World Series on a walk-off. That was awesome. Uh, Bronny, uh, the update is that uh, I guess there is a chance that he still could be able to play, that his condition is uh, treatable. And uh, we hadn't heard much. In fact, I brought it up last week that we hadn't heard much. And now all of a sudden we get an update. Uh, Simone Biles, back competing, won the uh, U.S. title again. Uh, Notre Dame and USC looked impressive in uh, week zero. Just some of the headlines there. 
Westwood One, CBS Sports, NFL, college football analyst, the former NFL offensive lineman and host of the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Ross back on the program. Ross, uh, should Jerry Jones have told Mike McCarthy and or Dak Prescott that he was trading for Trey Lance? No, I don't think he really needs to do that. I mean, now the Mike McCarthy part, I think obviously McCarthy should be part of those discussions, and I think that's very interesting, you know, that it doesn't sound like he was overly involved in those. I think that's telling for the Cowboys organization and how they work and how it's always worked, quite frankly, and probably says something about McCarthy's status there in Dallas, which I think a lot of people think is probably tenuous coming into this year. But that's how the Cowboys run their organization. They felt like there was value in getting Trey Lance. They want to get a young quarterback that if something happens to Dak, can go in and and make some plays and also start to develop someone behind Dak because I think they know that Dak, you know, they want him there. They're going to try to do everything they can to keep him there. But based on what they did with the last contract and how they butchered his contract the last time, Dan, and the situation, they know that Dak has crazy leverage to get even more money in his next deal. How does this work out for Trey Lance? Well, I think it's really strange that he went to the Cowboys. You know, if you're the Niners, you don't care, right? I mean, you're going to get as much as you can. And I think that I I guess where the Niners said they were surprised they got a fourth-round pick because you have to guarantee the over $5 million that he's making in 2024. I'm just surprised, I think, Dan, that none of these other teams – whether it's the Vikings or whoever, you know, even teams that maybe have quarterback concerns, the Broncos, you know, Fritzy's Bronco, maybe the Raiders, although Aiden O'Connell's looked really good. I guess I'm surprised that none of these other teams that might go with young quarterbacks or might have quarterback situations, even like the Commanders, right? Like why wouldn't the Commanders bring in Trey Lance in case Sam Howell falters? I'm a little surprised that the Cowboys, a team with an established quarterback, was willing to give up more than any of the other teams were. Yeah, and Dallas has two better quarterbacks, and three better quarterbacks. Dak, Will Greer, and Cooper Rush are better than Trey Lance. One of those is probably going to get cut because I don't think you make a deal like this for a fourth-round pick, and then can you keep four quarterbacks somewhere? Can you put one on the practice squad, or is it you get three quarterbacks you can put on the roster? Well, so I think that's what they're going to do. I, I think they'll cut Will Greer and they'll put him on the practice squad would be my guess. Okay. I don't know if Will gets picked up elsewhere. He's bounced around a decent amount. You know, there's other teams that have quarterbacks they like as well. But I actually think, Dan, that that was the sense I got just seeing some Dak quotes and his body language. I think Dak was a little bit frustrated about that part of it. You know, Will Greer goes out there – and has, like, the game of his life yeah. is probably not going to matter. Although it always matters, right? Because if they do try to put him on practice squad, Greer going out there and playing that well does give him a chance to get picked up somewhere else. I do think it's funny, too, Dan, that the 49ers didn't just keep Trey Lance as their third guy. I mean, they're the ones that helped get this new rule so you can have three quarterbacks suit up on game day because of what happened in the NFC Championship game. And yet they still didn't think Trey Lance was even valuable enough to be number three. I, I'm not even sure that they think Trey Lance is better than Brandon Allen. And I think they thought it would be better for Purdy and the entire organization to just move move away from him in part ways. Can you be a bust at 23? 
I think you can be a bust from a 49ers perspective and for 49ers fans. The real difficulty now, Dan, is I don't know if he's ever going to really get that chance. You know, he's under contract with Dallas for two more years now, this year and next year. When does Trey – I hope he gets another shot to, to actually start or play. I mean, Dan, they thought enough of him last year that he was their starter last year. Yeah. Remember when Jimmy Garoppolo wasn't even allowed to go to practices or anything? Jimmy was, like, on his own field because the Niners said, we are going to live with the growing pains of Trey Lance. He's going to play. We like him. And now he's in a situation where I don't know when he gets a chance to play again, but I think we'd all like to just give give the kid a year. I mean, when, when does a guy get drafted that high and he doesn't even get a year? And the answer is Trey Lance because he got hurt. But I would love to see somebody somewhere give the kid a year to play and see what he can do. It's hard to say he's a bust when, when he's barely even played. Yeah, but we've seen these um... – reclamation projects where Geno Smith ends up with Seattle. Uh, you know, the, Ryan Tannehill ends up with Tennessee. You know, these guys eventually had that opportunity a second or third time around. And at age 23, if he has the talent, I, I just, I think we got caught up in North Dakota State talent and thinking, oh, he can be just like Carson Wentz or Easton Stick or whatever. It might. Well, he had to be better than Easton Stick. They gave up too much. But, you know, he was great for a great team. And it just didn't tra- – I, and I said this first hour, if you can't be a good quarterback in Kyle Shanahan's system, then I have some real questions about that. Because Kyle Shanahan's the quarterback of the 49ers. Somebody goes out there and just you know has to hand off and occasionally throw a pass. Well, and the, the, the concerning part, Dan, is when you watched him this preseason, there's like wide-open throws – that I've had multiple people tell me on my show, that's the read in that offense. Like, you throw it to that guy, and for whatever reason, only Trey Lance can answer, he wouldn't throw it to that guy. So uh, I, I think from that perspective, he probably is a bust. If he doesn't correct that, doesn't get a chance to play, I do hope, though, that he gets the Tannehill, Geno Smith chance. I hope he makes the most of it. Ross Tucker, Westwood One, CBS Sports, NFL college football analyst. And uh, let's see, you had Hawaii Vandy, week zero for Westwood One. And then coming up this weekend, Oregon State, San Jose State for CBS, right? Really looking forward to it. You know, that's Oregon State, top 20 in the country, and that's where DJ Uangalele went. That's where the former Clemson quarterback is. So I'm looking for and, – and – San Jose State, Chevin Cordero is the preseason Mountain West Offensive Player of the Year. So, should be awesome. I don't think, Dan, how many of your listeners right now know that Oregon State won 10 games last year and finished in the top 20? I don't know why. And maybe that's part of the Pac-12's problem. But they, 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 they finished they, top they 20. They now. won 10 games. Nobody knows it. Yeah, they all know now. Right. You just told them. Yeah, now now everybody knows that. All right, give me the NFL team. Okay, Colts going with the rookie. Carolina's going with the rookie. Texans going with the rookie. Rank the decisions by those three teams on, is it the right decision to go with the rookie quarterback? Well, I think 
The interesting one to me, I guess, is Carolina, just because they have a pretty capable guy in Andy Dalton. I would say he's the best of the backups when you compare him to Minshew and Indy or Davis Mills in Houston. But they were pretty clear right when they drafted Bryce Young. It's really interesting, isn't it, Dan? Like all these teams, it was pretty obvious almost as soon as they drafted him. Jim Irsay said, you got to play, which is why I never understood why they were even splitting the reps in Indy. You know, you talk about some of these organizations and who's in charge, Dan. They're splitting the reps, the first team reps in Indy. Jim Irsay had said like a month ago that Richardson needed to play. He needed to learn on the job. And it's very clear that Ursay runs that organization in every way. So I would say they all are doing the right decision by playing these young guys. I think Bryce Young will probably fare the best to start out, but I'm a little bit concerned about that Carolina offensive line. I mean, yeah. they looked bad, especially <laughs> Icky Kwanu at left tackle in the preseason. Uh, does it matter what your preseason record is when the regular season starts? No, literally nobody ever talks about a preseason game again once the regular season starts unless someone got injured in that game or else the Baltimore Ravens streak. I mean, I played seven years. I don't ever remember anyone referencing the preseason in any way after that. Oh, I take that back, Dan. 2002, I started every preseason game for Steve Spurrier. And, Dan, I think he thought those games counted. I'm not sure, but I think he thought they counted. We were winning by, like, 30 points. I was starting. I, it was so exciting. I was like, this is amazing. We're awesome. I'm awesome. Like, this, this is fantastic. That is not – this is, that is not how it worked out. Did you have fun? Like, came around. Did you have fun with Spurrier? Oh, uh, dude, he was amazing. I mean, first was he of all, a good coach though? No, terrible, <laughs> terrible. How can I you mean, be a great college coach, a Hall of Fame college coach, and not at least a good NFL coach? I, I don't understand um how he had so much success in college he must be a heck of a recruiter i don't think he really want i mean dan the opening night speech before training camp and keep in mind we had marty schottenheimer the year before the year before marty schottenheimer gave a speech that the hair stand up on the back of your neck like you're ready to kill somebody spurrier gets up there and he goes men i went to 12 of these here training camps as a player and you know I don't remember one good thing I ever got out of it, but Mr. Snatter wants us to be here, so let's try to get something done tomorrow. That was like the start of the season speech. I, I got to tell you one more quick story. Dan. Can I do one more quick story? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Patrick Ramsey's first start against the New Orleans Saints in 2002. First round pick from Tulane. Spurrier's offense does not have hot reads or sight adjusts. So if they bring an extra guy, you're supposed to either audible beforehand or just make a play. So the Saints look like they're bringing a blitz from the left. And Patrick Ramsey doesn't see it, and he's just calling the signals. And Spurrier from the sideline, home game. (laughs) And Ramsey looks over, which is a slide to the left. And Ramsey goes, okay, okay, all right, blue side, blue side. As soon as he says that, the Saints rotate the safety back on that side, 
the the safety comes down the other side, so they're blitzing from the other side. <laughs> and and Springer goes, Patrick, Patrick. Ramsey looks over. Ringo slide. Ringo slide. Ramsey goes, okay, okay, Ringo. Delay a game. Delay. This is the NFL, Dan. Delay. This is the NFL, and the head coach is yelling to the quarterback to make the audibles from the sideline. We got to delay a game. That's when I was very confident that the Spurrier thing was not going to work in the NFL. That's when I knew we had some real problems there. Uh, safe travels. You'll be uh, there for Oregon State. They won 10 games last year and uh, facing San Jose State. Good to talk to you as always, Ross. Likewise, you guys looked like you had a blast last week, Dan. That was that was amazing. That'd be like top five things in my life to go on an Irish uh, pub crawl with Will Farrell. Incredible. There's always next year, Ross. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, bud. See ya. Ross Tucker, Westwood One CBS Sports on the call with Oregon State, San Jose State. Josh in California joining us on the program. Best and worst of the weekend, Josh. Hey, how's it going, Dan? Good, bud. Hey, uh, just best of the weekend was uh, the other, I think it was like two or three weeks ago, you had best songs from the 90s. And we watched the Korean Zombie come out uh, from Singapore, and they were just screaming the Cranberry song, Zombies. It was awesome. Me and my wife, it was 8 o'clock in the morning, she was getting ready for work, and we were just sitting there, total like nostalgia. It was We had goosebumps on our arms. Uh, the worst of the weekend is I'm a Navy veteran and Oops. watching them getting their butts spanked by uh, by uh, by Notre Dame. That was kind of kind of bad, but I'm glad to have you guys back in the states. And I love watching the show. Thank you, Josh. You can watch on Peacock. Download the app if you haven't done so. Yeah, I felt bad. I always root for the Service Academy, all of them, and uh, I just wanted them to look competitive, and they didn't. Notre Dame is a good team. I don't know if they're a great team, but they're a good team. Got some skilled position players. They're young. Their quarterback is older. Uh, he'll join us next hour, the 24-year. I wonder if he's always referred to as the 24-year-old Sam Hartman, considering I brought it up three or four times already in the first hour and a half in this program. Yes, Paul? Notre Dame has uh, not the toughest uh, schedule coming up. They got Tennessee State, then NC State at NC State, Central Michigan, then Ohio State at home. Wow, September 23rd. That's a hammer. They got a tough schedule. Yeah. Louisville's going to be good. Ohio State's good. USC is good. You know, NC State, those games are tricky. Remember Marshall last year? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Remember Marshall? Yeah. Yeah. They got Clemson later in the season. Yeah, that's at Clemson. Yeah. That's a, that's a tricky, tricky schedule there. How about we take a break? More phone calls coming up back after this. So many great memories from Dublin, and hopefully we'll be able to keep them all together. All the pictures we took, all the video we took, and you know who's going to help? Legacy Box. LegacyBox.com. It's uh, simple, safe. This is the best way to digitize all your family's precious memories. And I'm talking about old VHS tapes, camcorder tapes, you know, those 8-millimeter film reels, all that stuff that you've had, and you keep going, what do we do with this? All you do is go to LegacyBox.com slash Patrick. You're going to get 55% off when you get started with Legacy Box. 
today. They digitize over 15 different types of analog media. Then they send it back to you on a cloud or thumb drive along with all your originals. You'll do it and you'll go, why didn't we do this a long time ago? They've helped over 1 million families revive their wedding days and babies' first steps and even road trips to Dublin. Go to LegacyBox.com slash Patrick to get the incredible 55% off. Buy today, send in today. LegacyBox.com slash Patrick. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Dynasty the king, uh, king, uh. What's good, y'all? It's your main man, Michael Smith, esteemed NFL analyst and certified fantasy football legend. Allow me to present to you your new favorite fantasy football podcast, The Dynasty Exchange, hosted by my first-round rookie picks, Davis, Dylan, and Josh, three guys who most definitely know their stuff. They're the co-commissioners of the coolest and most cutthroat dynasty league you'll ever come across, The Yacht Club. And now they're the co-hosts of the most elite. Now make that the definitive dynasty program in the game. It's dedicated to only the most devoted of diehards. The guys like me who can't stay off sleeper in KTC. And trust me, you won't regret making the choice to follow their dynasty advice. Listen to Michael Smith Presents The Dynasty Exchange on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, everybody. Game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I mean? even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you can also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. The truly brilliant all-electric EQE SUV from Mercedes-Benz features some of the smartest tech ever to grace four wheels. With Dynamic Select, you can fine-tune hundreds of vehicle settings to precisely match your driving style. 
and available in off-road mode. Transparent hood lets you see through the sheet metal to steer clear of bumps and potholes directly beneath you. How about that? A 360 array of cameras and sensors constantly alerting you for danger, while 64-color ambient lighting lets you fully customize the ambiance inside the spacious cabin. The EQE SUV is so smart, even the headlights are thinking. Optional digital light technology projects navigation markings and warnings on the road ahead as you drive. The vehicle's all-electric. The feeling is all Mercedes. Test drive the EQE SUV. Learn more at mbusa.com slash EQE dash SUV. Best and worst of the weekend. We will give you ours coming up. 877-3DP-SHOW. That was fun. It felt like football. It was football weather in Ireland. It wasn't a good game, but uh, give credit to Notre Dame. They're a good team this year. And uh, their quarterback, Sam Hartman, will join us coming up in about a half hour from now. I think he's getting out of class. Wait, he's still going to class? He's 24. Getting his doctorate. I just. <laughs> he's got to take his kid to kindergarten and then he's got some meetings. Or something. Uh, <laughs> also, uh, Noah Lyles is the fastest man currently in America, in the world. And so he's uh, 100 and 200 meters and uh, still, you know, nobody's surpassed Usain Bolt, and that's been 13 years, I think. He's been the fastest man in the world time wise for 13 years. It's stood. But uh, Noah Lyles got a lot of lot of talent, a lot of potential. He's not a big name. You got to do it in the Olympics, and then you know that's where you stand out. That's where Bolt made his name, and having a great name, Usain Bolt. But uh, you know when you win the championship at the World Games, you you know when your track and field is worldwide, and uh, he for some reason the uh, great sprinter called out NBA champions who are not world champions. You know the thing that hurts me the most is that I have to watch the NBA Finals and they have world champion on their head. World champion of what? The United States? Don't get me wrong. I, I love the U.S. at times. <laughs> but that ain't the world. That is not the world. We are the world. We have almost every country out here fighting, thriving, putting on they flag to show that they are represented. There ain't no flags in the NBA. <laughs> All right. Well, some of the NBA players uh, called him out. Kevin Durant, Dame Lillard. You do have players from around the world who play in the NBA. It's like baseball. I, I had a problem with being the World Series champion because if you had the best from the United States playing you know, somebody from Japan, then that would be interesting, I would think. But where you're the World Series champ. The NBA champs, yes, people do say, hey, we're world champs. But all these great players from around the world do get to play in the NBA. Yes, Eden. That's always for like driven me nuts, the whole world champions thing, when yeah. you're like, you're not playing against other people, so how are you the world champion? You know what I mean? But somebody once said to me on Twitter, find another team in the world that can beat them. And then you're kind of like, oh, yeah, all right, I guess uh, the, you know. Well, do I think that there's a team elsewhere who could have beaten the Denver Nuggets? But am I allowed to get the guys from the NBA on that team to face the Denver Nuggets? Because I could come up with that. 
I think you could put together a team that could compete with the Denver Nuggets. Well, yeah, you could put one together. Yeah. But, like, is there a team playing in France right now that would beat the Denver Nuggets? Well, because the best players come over here. Yeah. If they didn't get to come over here and you're like, man, I'd love to see them. Well, okay, the Soviet Union. When, when those Russian players couldn't come over here and play, they're able to compete and beat, uh, you know, NBA teams. College teams, yes, uh, Todd. So is it inaccurate? Is it arrogant? Is it alienating? What do we make of the fact What do you we, make of it? I think it's borderline arrogant to okay. say it's the World Series or the World Championship of anything that just takes place in the United States. I, I, once again, it, it's how important are certain things to you? There's a lot more things important than this where I go, God, this is really bothering me. <laughs> but it is a sports topic. So I get it. Once you get into the topic, does it bother me on a daily basis? No. But then you get into the topic, and then I go, okay, I can see where people could nitpick, certainly over the Baseball World Series. Yes, Marv? Maybe not the NBA. That doesn't really bother me about world champions, but the Super Bowl. World champions kind of bothers me. Not daily, but, oh, we're world champs. Eh, Just of the U.S., that doesn't bother me at all. There's no other football. Gaelic football is not going to compete with the Chiefs. Chill, you don't know that. I, I do know that. <laughs> I do know They're that. They're coming over from Dublin right now. Yeah, I know that. Man, did we get an earful when we were in Dublin about how great Gaelic football is, and they're tougher, and they don't need pads, and they invented football for us. <laughs> and hurling, too. <laughs> yeah. Almost anybody that I talk to, yeah, you here for the game? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you ever heard of hurling? <laughs> It was almost always the second quote you ever heard of Herlin. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Marvin's going to do that later on tonight when we uh, do some drinking. <laughs> Did you get sick? No. Okay. Mm-mm. Did you almost get sick? I woke up hungover. Okay. That's not, that's not fun. No, it's yeah. Not... Saturday. I mean, oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Okay. Because Friday night, me and Seton, the elder statesman, <laughs> went out with the BRGs. Yeah. <laughs> and as a former BRG, it, you know, Dylan in his voice, I can't do it. Seton can do it. Oh, Marvin, you got to come out and and drink. How how late were you guys out Friday night in Dublin? Were you out till Saturday morning in Dublin? Oh, oh, well into Saturday morning. Oh, you were. Oh, yeah, yeah. By the time we got food, yeah, uh, and it got back to the room, yeah, it was well into the you know four o'clock hour. Yeah. Does Noah Lyles have a point here in that he is? calling out all the sports in the United States. Yes, Paul. I'm trying to w- wonder where it came from. He's in Budapest. He's at the World Championships. He's playing to a mostly international press corps, not an American press corps. It sounds like a great interview. Yeah, he was having a fun time. He's, he is, he's got some star power and some swagger. He's a good kid. I, just, I think he was having a little fun, and I think people are taking it a little more seriously than what he meant it to be. Yes, he But, I mean, it, it does sound ridiculous. World champ? Yeah, we're the world champ in every sport that we play. You know, because we're the only people that play these sports. It's kind of stupid. But if we invent the sport, can we say that? No. Okay. D- does uh, We only play sports that we invented. Does, does Georgia say they're the world champions in college football? I think they probably do. They say national champions. I think they probably say world champions. They say, na- did UConn basketball, did they world say we're the world champs? champs. <laughs> They're the national champs. Yes, Todd. But, you know, saying NBA champions or Super Bowl champions, that sounds cool. I can understand an announcer wanting to say, they're champions of the baseball world. It just sounds really cool. But you could just call it what it is. They, they won the, uh, they won the, ba- I don't know, what, what would you say then? If it's not the World Series, how would you call that? 
I'm not bothered. I'm not bothered by it. You need to come up with something. National championships are college terms. So you can't say that for baseball. Champions of baseball, I guess. But even that is questionable. Okay, but aren't you the national champs? But that you... sounds too much like a college term. <laughs> Back to you in the studio. Thank you, Todd. We'll give you our best and worst of the weekend. And Notre Dame quarterback Sam Hartman will join us. Close out hour two, Simply Safe Home Security. When we were in Dublin, I could check the cameras at my house. That's what Simply Safe allows you to do. They have so many things they allow you to do. By the way, I got ahead of myself. Professional monitoring agents can now warn intruders that they're being recorded and police are on their way in real time, stopping them in their tracks. They've come up with 24 7 live guard protection designed to help crime in real time. So if an intruder breaks in, Simply Safe professional monitoring agents can actually see, speak to, and then deter them through these smart alarm wireless indoor camera warning them that police are on the way stopping crime in real time the smart alarm indoor camera the only indoor security camera that can trigger the alarm and instantly stop these intruders with a built-in siren right now my listeners get a special 20 percent off any simply safe system you have to sign up for a free month trial of fast protect monitoring special offer for a limited time get started simplysafedan.com there's no safe like simply safe at Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You could trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too? It's funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find. That's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on.